0: Take it away, Ian. Yeah, take it away, Ian. Professor Jones and the Dicks. Professor Jones and the Dicks. Professor Jones
1: and the Dicks.
0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Professor Jones podcast. We are two brothers. Yeah, we are, man. And we love movies. Well, yeah, put it up. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Diggs. And today, we are continuing in our Harry Potter theme and discussion, and we are talking about Alfonso Cuarón's The uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, which is my favorite book and least favorite movie. No, oh. I, I don't know where it is in my rankings. I have a lot of stuff to say about this movie. How dare um, you? I don't know. There's there's some serious stuff in this movie that I dislike, but there's a lot of stuff that I do love in this movie, and I think most of it's just the storyline. So we'll talk about it, and it's going to be great. This is my favorite movie ever. This is not your favorite movie ever. Your favorite movie ever is Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe. You know (laughs) me so well. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) it's such a good one because you're like, (laughs) not a bad movie. Well, it's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty good. I mean, I can't, yeah, I can't. Oh Am yeah, I that, say no. What's that, Max Bear? The uh, that guy. He looks like somebody else that's famous. When he, has your wife, huh? You know when he's like sitting there finding <laughs> him in the. No, I nah, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Cinderella Man? I think I saw it when it first came out, but oh, but not this is to none of this is really goes, hey. <laughs> His name is Max Bear. I can't remember what the <laughs> actor's name is. Cinderella Man it's such a good bear. movie. And he did not okay. Anyway, um, but we never we haven't done a bro down in a while, and I just want to do a Harry Potter theme bro down because we talked Ooh. a little bit about Quidditch in the last episode with TubeSock A.K. Zach Hartman, and I didn't think I made myself clear enough. I was talking to somebody else that had listened to the podcast last <laughs> week, and they were pretty upset that I don't like Quidditch, and that's not what I'm saying. I think Quidditch is awesome. I think it's great. You got three hoops. And you got the keeper that is keeping those things in line. And you got the quaffle, 10 points for one. All that stuff is really good. I like the idea of the beaters and the bludgers. All that is fine. I just think that it is absolutely ridiculous that the Golden Snitch is worth 150 points. And I think it completely ruins the point of that sport. And you guys were talking about this. And, and you, you guys, And you <laughs> said, geez, starting off hot. But I could no, tell you been stewing over this. But last, last week, you guys were talking about, well, I think it's more interesting because when it gets to the pros, that you can have those really lopsided games. And for me, I feel like it's the other way around, you know? If you were watching the Blazers and the Lakers play, and the Blazers were up eighty to thirty, you'd be like, "Geez, yeah, but there's suck. no golden snitch to catch in the NBA, David. You can't, well, know, you can't but make that's a half I'm, quarter and it's worth seventy points. But that's why I think it's so stupid. It's like, what if you had? It's like, what <laughs> is Damian Lillard on another court and he's just trying to sink a half quarter for like the entire game? And as soon as he does, we're calling it quits, and that's worth fifty points. How stupid yeah. of a game would that be?" If you were just sitting there, no, I I, get watching it. A I get normal it. game. But the game, but the point Zach had was the game doesn't necessarily end when the snitch is caught, co- or no, it does end. Does it end? Yes, it does. Okay, so the game's over, but that doesn't mean they necessarily win. Okay, well, I get where you're coming from with it. Yeah, I mean, I think that Zach was more the one that was favoring that. So now I wish he was here to. No, I'm on his side fully. <laughs> 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 I just don't like. Doesn't it seem ridiculous, <laughs> though? You know, it's like. If you're watching an NFL game and all of a sudden somebody... If you're watching a tennis match and Serena Williams was down 30 points. <laughs> yeah. She's up 15 love and... No, I don't understand how tennis works. You got works. Phil Mickelson putting from... <laughs> He's chipping from 20 out. And then another <laughs> guy catches the ball and it's over. <laughs> During a, during the Super Bowl, and they're like, and there goes the Golden Streaker. Yeah, the first person <laughs> that tackles him, extra fifty <laughs> points to the game. Oh, looks like Patriots win. Can you believe oh, the Super it? Super over. It just, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me, guys. If the Snitch was worth ten points or even twenty points, Another I think it's fine. 10 I think points to Gryffindor. I think if, if it's worth no points, I think the Snitch just being the end of the game is interesting enough. If this. That's true. You know, if the seeker catches the snitch and it's over. And make it maybe a little bit easier to catch so that, like, you could do a little bit of planning. Like, if you see your teams up by 20 or something, or you see your teams down by 10, like, as soon as they score again, you want to freaking go get that thing. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I think that it's one of those things where if it were a strategic thing within the game, that it would be very cool. But. Kind like of like Connect Four or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> connect Four? <laughs> also um, something that was going through my head was... Like Stratego? Was, uh, waffle and Quaffle sound very much alike. They rhyme. Uh, It'd be funny if somebody from Belgium was playing and they, <laughs> they were a beater. <laughs> I saw this Reddit Belgian video quaffle. today where this guy was trying to say, I'll be your lawfully wedded husband, and he said, your waffly wedded <laughs> husband and the lady cracked up. It was a cute video on Reddit. Wow. We did go to that guy. He got a lot of karma for that. So, um, just no. for saying waffle in a sense. Yeah, no, I had another point though. Dang it, dude. Totally distracted me. Where was I going? Was I. Serena, sti- Serena Williams. No, I remember what you was were talking something. about. Oh, yeah. Well, I was talking. I was Phil thinking Mikkel that or- if, like, when she was doing those chapters, I just don't understand how one of the editors didn't, like, raise their hand and say, Don't you think that this sport is a little ridiculous? I just it's Nobody else Am I the only person that thinks this too? I don't think at that point they thought it was gonna be a crazy major motion picture. You know? When they were editing the book. I thought it was just as stupid in the book though. I know, but they're reading it and they're probably like, Whoa, she invented a sport. That's cool. Yeah, they weren't thinking about the logistics. They weren't like, man, that sport kinda seems lame though broomsticks and golden snitches that's no the point system's wrong though yeah okay well and either way but i scrooge do scrooge like you dude <laughs> <laughs> i do love watching quidditch though i think that like the quidditch chapters in yeah all the series are some of the best parts of the entire book series i think it's great i remember being so jacked <clears> in the <throat> fourth one reading the quidditch world cup it was all very exciting and it's so fun and it's so cool i just have always thought it, it was dumb rules so but I go along with it and I'm happy and I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm fine, and I'm fine. fine with it. It's happy. It's good. Whatever. I'm a pars- partially ocular albino. But I'm and fine, I'm fine with, it. with it. I have perfect 2020 vision out of both hey, eyes. Hey, that guy's in Marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh, yeah. What's his name? I, he's an actor that I should know offhand because he's a great Tony Shaloub is also in Marvelous Miss Maisel. Tony Shaloub is also in Marvelous Mrs Maisel. And he's really good in the second season, like, real good. Kevin Pollack, gosh, Kevin Pollack, Yeah, I don't remember. That's that a one. that's a nice house. Yeah, that's that's a good good name to he have on be. hand. He should be known. He was also in Kevin uh, the Unusual Suspects or the Usual Suspects. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you ever <remember laughs> seen a movie The, the Unusual, Unusual Suspects? Unusual suspects. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, we can start talking about Prisoner of Command. I also just want to mention one thing: the first and the second one, I do really enjoy those movies. I think that upon revisiting them now. I do understand that they are very much geared towards children. Children. Yeah. And children. These stuff, movies yeah. start to be more geared toward adults. Yep. Um, and we're gonna talk about the fourth one because I think it's geared toward a different audience. Richard but geared. Yep. Richard geared toward a different audience. First night. Uh pretty woman. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it goes without saying. <laughs> um, Richie Rich. Uh no, that's who is that? It's not Richard Gear. No, Richie Rich. Yeah. Oh Who's man, the, the dad. It's not okay. found. I can't remember anybody's name from that other than Macaulay Culkin. So, who is that guy? He narrates History Channel stuff. He's great. The dad? I don't know. From Richie Rich? Yeah. No, I, I'm picturing him. I yeah. But okay. That's not a name I'm going to be able to fetch. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> so the. Oh, first, oh. <laughs> but the uh <laughs> who says fetch <laughs> anyway <laughs> the first the first two are good movies uh i yeah. love them a lot because i think that they got the aesthetic and they got the feel of harry potter mm-hmm. right and they set the tone for the rest of the movies and the image of it is like exactly what you picture exactly when you and in this one i think that alfonso corone undoes a lot of that and although there are parts of this movie that are so great and so amazing, there are deeds that were done that I just like cannot forgive, you know, like the way that Hogwarts is suddenly located in this mountainous terrain that just looks so much different to the way it did yeah, before. He definitely like, changed the location of it. He changed, you know, from the second one, you're introduced to the Whomping Willow. And then in the third one, the Whomping Willow is in a completely different spot. Little things like that, continuity errors that are just like, some of them were so big that, yeah, I understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. And it's but like, go they, on. But then they, and it's like they put a gray filter over mm-hmm. the movie, too. It's, it's a lot less vibrant. And it's very rainy, very dark, very smooth. Yeah. Spooky. They, and they all get literally more dark as they go. Um, but I think a lot of the other movies look, this one just looks so bland and boring, you know? And this one also feels like Halloween Town. You know, it looks double, double toilet trouble. Double, double, <laughs> double do you know? yeah. The Scott Stab so version. Everybody's favorite. We get this way goes. <laughs> good. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I peeked on the mic there a little bit. Sorry about that. It just doesn't look as good as it used to. And it starts out. The first twenty minutes of this movie, I hate. You're not into the house stuff at all. I'm into it. What? House I'm stuff? fully. I'm fully in on board the Dursley stuff. Him blowing up the ant. You're not into any of that. You're not into the dog in the park. You're not into the no. The the. But you're not into any of that. No. I will say this is my favorite book. This is my favorite Harry Potter book. I love all that stuff. I just think it looks and okay. Here's the thing about. The aunt getting blown up. I think it's Aunt Marge. She gets blown up. Homer. <laughs> Homie. When she gets blown up, I don't think that you can translate that, to, translate that to screen very well anyway. So, yes, I think that that is... I think they do a great job. I think it's fine. It's fine. But the knife, I have a very firm grip at <laughs> that lady. What's wrong, wrong with the pup? Oh, and then she says the B word. I always remember that from the book <laughs> being like, oh, she oh. snaps at Harry. Here, clean it up. Yeah. I love that. I like, I like where it goes in the beginning because it shows it's a darker tone. Harry gets so angry because she's talking about his dad that like, you can feel it in the room with the light kind of flickers. And that's when she snaps the glass and you're like, dang, man, this kid's like a powerful, powerful wizard. You know, it's, I don't know. It, it's, it just takes it in a different direction and you can see that he, things have changed. You know, it's not happy go lucky first and second year. It's like, Oh, this one's going to be a lot different, but I get, you know, it does have that gray kind of feel to it. And it, it's not sunny. I don't think until the very end, the very end when they get serious and all that stuff, I don't think the weather's actually sunny at all. One more scene. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, okay. But, Yeah, no, and and it's all fine. Like, when I say I hate stuff, it's only because I love this so much that the things that I don't like about it, I now hate. You know? Yeah. It's just like, I got to just, I got a dog on it. go in the bathroom, splash some water on your face. (laughs) I just got a dog on it. And, you know, Harry Potter will always be one of those things that (laughs) I read them all the way through. And I love these books so much that when the movies did the books a disservice for some of them, I just I never really recover and I hate to be that guy and just you know I and I'm not going to spend the rest of the podcast doing this but I just don't think that this movie uh adequately represents the storyline that was put forth in the book. I just don't think it does. I don't think it does that storyline justice. There's um parts of it that are really great and I think at the end uh they do a real bang up job of it. Um there's just things that <laughs> it starts out not doing a very good job okay. of. So I just think cool. I think that so. Alfonso Corone is. Can you quiet down a little? bit? <laughs> you want me to stop talking? <laughs> <laughs> Could you quiet down a little bit over there? Uh, so, anyways, uh, <laughs> you want? Wait, do you want to take? No, the, no. You, I, want no I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from, and I've heard it all my life. So I'm not, you know. Yeah, it's not I like know, any of this is a surprise for you. It's not new to me. I know how you feel about it, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always felt similar, um, but it's it hasn't been until probably the last maybe five years. I've watched this movie several times and uh it's kind of become that that gem in the series to me. I really enjoy it every time it comes around. And I'm I'm curious this time around. I mean I know it's only been a year since I've seen it, but Order of the Phoenix, like I've I think we talked about last podcast, I'm kind of excited to to turn on that one and see what it's like because I think I've given that one a lot of I don't know. I I think that's probably that was for a long time my least favorite. And I would say that and I just I think after I saw it in theaters the first time I said I'm not even going to watch that. Um but yeah, I'm kind of curious and excited to watch that one again soon. Um but yeah, I you know, this one I understand where you're coming from with the adaptation. Where I'm coming from with it is I honestly don't even remember the book too well. So I'm I'm more so coming from a viewer side of things whereas you're coming from somebody who really you know, knows that book inside and out. So um, I don't know it inside and out anymore. I mean, I've read I mean, them. You, countless yeah. I have you quoted here. <laughs> saying, uh, <laughs> I, I Dave know, Jones <laughs> know these books inside 2004. No, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me stop you there. <laughs> no, no, no. Here, right here, right here in my, uh, my, no, it's actually, um, um no, yeah, but, but yeah, and I'm not gonna be that book guy for the rest of the podcast. I'm gonna just look at it from you know a film perspective. But it is, and I and I don't know these books as well as I used to. It's been quite a few years since I've actually read through all of them. Um, but I used to know them very well, and I still do remember the general frame for framework of the books of the and, book. Uh, yeah, and, and I this one just doesn't really live up to the third one because the third book was incredible, and that's something about the third book that I really loved when I was reading it is that there's not that much going on. It's more of just a normal year at Hogwarts. And spoiler alert, you know, they win the Quidditch Cup and they win the House Cup for the third year in a row. And all that stuff is really exciting because, you know, the Quidditch final happens and you're like, sick, sick. This is great. Even though the sport is stupid, you know, it's Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so negative. I like, I feel bad (laughs) because there's going to be so many people that, cause I think that those are a lot of Harry Potter fans is that they do get very, single-minded about it Uh and it's just great and awesome and so everything about it is perfect and amazing (laughs) and you suck because you disagree and so i don't want to like take anybody off by having problems with not only the movies (laughs) but with the books themselves like i love them they're my favorite things ever i do realize that they are children's books and there are things that are silly about them and it's okay it's okay to point that out it's okay to be a kid yeah. And it's, it's okay to be a kid and love it. And it's okay to get, to- I understand that these books are for kids and it's okay to be a kid. It's okay to be silly. It's just it's okay a- to also grow up and realize that things in them are stupid. So no, I'm just kidding. They're great. They're the best. It was inspirational for a minute, but you kind of crushed it there. At the I end, did. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, me? You had something going, you're building on something. It's okay to be silly. It's okay to get out of your shell to break out and show the world. Hey, I am somebody. I am. <laughs> Sorry. Shh. <laughs> Be quiet. Danny's wearing a wizard hat right now, too. So I am. Everything that he says is taken making a it little bit more less goofy. seriously. Um, mm. Where were we going? I was going to talk about Alfonso We're talking Caron. about the beginning, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, we can just keep talking general thoughts on well, all yeah, that. Well, yeah, Alfonso I mean- Corone. I think that's a big thing is that after Chris Columbus, I just don't really know why they picked Alfonso Corone. you know? He's kind of gotten a lot of foreign stuff. Kind of awesome, yeah. Not really. Like, he had great expectations, and then E2 Mama Tambien, which I think both of those... Which was a massive hit, yeah. But I think both of those gave him the license to do this. And so... When you watch this movie, it's just so much different than the first two. And I think it's okay to be different, but he takes a much more stylized approach too. Even mm-hmm. within the filmmaking, you can see that there's a lot more like shaky camera at points mm-hmm. in this movie. And a lot of the humor gets really buffed up. And it's some really of the cinematography cheeseball. is real good though. Like the, the, the there, train there are... shot, when it zooms from like a wide from the train, all the lights going out and yeah. it zooms all the way into the window and then through the window. I love that shot. Cool. Yeah, I mean there is good stuff about it. I know. I, I just... think the cinematography in this one is one of the better. Like I was talking about that Quidditch match earlier too. Just watching that, I'm like, geez, yeah, this is just beautiful all around. Yeah, I think he's the best ever. Who, does Does David Ayer take over after this one, or does somebody else direct for it's David Yates? David Yates, that's right. David sorry. Yates does five, six, seven, and eight. I think. Mm. And what is it, Mike Newell? I think. Let me look it up real quick. He. Is, it might be yes, yeah. Mike yep, Newell. Mike Newell. He did Harry Potter four, and um, yeah, Harry Potter four is. Whoa, I like this one more than Harry the fourth one. I like really. Yeah, yeah, I like parts of the fourth one a lot, and That's I think the fourth the one is fantastic. Yeah. But man. <laughs> It's a lot. The fourth the f- one is a lot to deal with. There's there is so much just, going on. It's so teen, you know? Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, but it's fine. But we- it hit me hard when I was a teen. I remember watching that and being like, wow, these well, kids yeah, are feeling Weasley, exactly what I'm feeling. When the Weasley twins jump in, like, past the age gate, the Dumbledore set up and go, yeah. yeah. You know, at that age, I loved that. Rebellious. Yeah, but as an adult, I'm like, oh, come on. Those darn kids. Move on. Let's go. But stop anyway, messing around. Yeah, yeah. Get an adult. But the beginning of this movie, I just, there's stuff that I just really don't like. The Marge blowing up scene, mm-hmm. Homer, Homer is, <laughs> is really Homer. silly. Um, it looks fine. There's just like the moments where Uncle uh, Cracker, Dursley. <laughs> Yeah, Vernon Dursley <laughs> Don't is, know how you meant me And it zooms um, out And they're just like Sitting there Putting their hands up Going March And like Repeating the same Hand gestures And I just I'm like This is so weird And like You cheesy. know what I do love though? Because he gets so mad That he leaves And when he leaves And is going down the street I love watching the little Balloon Her bouncing around In the sky yeah, behind that, him That is funny I uh, like that shot The design of the Grimm Is cool I like the Grim. Yeah, I love it at the park. I like that scene when he sits down and it kind of gets really spooky. This is the type of movie that I watch at night, pitch black, and I feel like that's the only way that you can do that. You have to watch it like in the dark, kind of have that spooky feeling going on. And you yes. don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, and you're not getting more <laughs> of that. Okay. And not gonna, not going not, <laughs> <laughs> not, not gonna work here anymore. Um, Michael Bolton. <laughs> Sorry, that's Office Space humor. Do you get what I'm saying, though? I yeah. mean, it's a it's a dark kind of toned movie, and, and that's yeah, I, yeah, sure. I mean, I'd watch it whenever, and you know, I was watching it during the daytime today, but we did shut the blinds. <laughs> cool. (laughs) We shut the blinds, man. So, you know, uh, okay. So here's the thing. And then he gets the next step is the worst. And it's, you don't like the bus thing. No. Yeah. Take it away. And I love it. You love it. I love it. Oh man. I think it's, I think it would be fine. The Stanley Shunpike character he was like not great in the book anyway. Well, stand so. the shum pot. He's yeah. What are you doing down there? <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. And I think a lot sure. of people agree with me. I, I think a lot of people do too. I am probably in the minority on this and I am hating on it and people probably disagree, but whatever. I just, this scene. And we're just having a party over here. <laughs> the scene is just like, <laughs> feeling let's groovy. go, let's move on. None of this. Okay. Let's the hospital like, beds. Then let's skip it. Okay. We get through that. No, You, you can talk about the, it if you want to. I yeah, just it don't like it. goes through the buses and it's kind of fun. I just and think the that the, talking head. the shrunken head is so annoying. It's so annoying to me. I can't stand it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. So, you know, I so don't talk about it anymore. It's okay. I know. I can see it's upsetting you. I hate Shh. this movie. No, <laughs> no I, know. I, I know. love I love okay. so I'm many here. parts of this movie though. I'm here. Um <laughs> the monster book of monsters when he gets to Well, you get you get the introduction to Fudge which is inter- Cornelius interesting. Cornelius Fudge, which yeah. is good. Yeah. I like that. And no hum done. You're like, oof. Yeah. All right. I always thought that you know? part was funny in the book, too, where Harry is, like, freaking out because he blew up his aunt, and Cornelius Fudge is like, we don't want to, like, kick people out of school for blowing up their aunt, and Harry's like, oh, yeah. One of those things, just tell an adult. I, I mean, what happened, though? Did they wipe her memory and, like, Yeah, that's it He says deflater. that they, they popped her, deflated her set her back to normal, and then wiped her memory. So, Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty fun. Worked out for Harry. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if they wouldn't have got there, though? If she would have just... What if she would have, like, floated... Into a plane?
1: Oh. (laughs) Homer. (laughs) Homer.
0: Oh, oh, pop gosh. goes the weasel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but can uh, can you imagine him just like they just Vernon's like looking up at his sister flies into the, the sky and just oh. <laughs> a freaking jet just <laughs> <laughs> Dunzo, bye bye. It's just that so there's no wipe in that it's, memory. It's that stupid Marge thing, too, just picturing it's it's like for some reason that inflated person suddenly turns into marge simpson for that split <laughs> second right before she gets hit by the plane to go oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Whoa. that's good it's okay dumb. so the, but they get there you get through that yeah the monster book is i agree the monster book is not the best scene no, in the I, world i don't like that it just doesn't play out well <laughs> I think a lot of the design stuff, it just really doesn't get me, and I'm not that interested in a lot of that plot beforehand. So the, yeah. movie, the movie isn't even, like, acceptable to me until it gets to Hogwarts. And then it starts getting entertaining, and it starts getting good. Do you um, like the – I was going to ask you that. Do you like uh, when he goes downstairs, he meets up with Ron and Hermione and the whole Weasley clan? Do you like that little side talk he has with uh, – Oh, there's with Mr. Weasley. Mr. Weasley, yeah. Yeah, no, I that like was that. good. Um, I do you also, also, there's there's little things too, like there's like a, a bartender that walks by that like wipes up a cup, but it just like vanishes kind of thing. There's like little tiny things in this movie that I do enjoy. They there's do, like a broom off in the corner sweeping yeah. itself, you know. Yeah, they do play with the magic a little bit more, which I think is nice. There's the one scene, there's a guy in that tavern that is just using his finger to spin the spoon in his tea yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like actually making contact with it or something. Yeah, and I, just you know, like that, that's, that stuff is fun. You know, that's Harry Potter. It's pretty cool. And then do you like the serious black still? Yes. Yeah, I love, I the love the that black still. I think if that I that could somehow just... get that, like if I could somehow get a poster of that, that was moving like that, how would you do that? You just have to put an iPad on the wall, I <laughs> guess. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's great though, man. Like, and that's that is such. I can't even. Series Black. It's just Gary Gary Oldman. It's the the best casting decision ever. It's the casting. We talked about that last week with the side characters, and they get the Mm -hmm. best actors. And freaking David Thewlis. Yeah. And you also have David Thewlis, who is just. Professor Lupin. I mean, incredible. Yeah, it's just the cast in this one definitely helps it. You know, yeah. and Saves that's that a lot. and that I think is a point that I was I was discussing the other day is that I think the thing that I love about this movie so much is you start getting exposed to the history of Harry's father, James, and learning more about what he was like because you get the Marauder's Map and all that sort of stuff and learning about him and his friend being up to all these hijinxes and Hogwarts and stuff, and it's super fun, right? And Mm -hmm. I I think that their story is just as interesting as Harry's. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so you get you start getting exposed to that. And I just I to just the, the, that there's much more than Hogwarts. Then there's much more than there's like there was there was a full generation before that. But there's a lot of other things that were taking place And this Voldemort thing could have been a little bit bigger than uh, you're thinking in the first two, you know. Right. And then you got the Peter Pettigrew stuff. I mean, just it exp- it opens up the world perfectly to go into four, right. you know, right. For that big reveal at the end of four. Then it's like. Wow, but you yeah. know, taking you have to figure out a way to bridge that gap in between kid friendly we're just having fun at Hogwarts. there's some crazy stuff happening, but it's all in the school to like this is becoming like a worldly thing, right, and like you know the majority of the wizarding world is affected by this kind of a thing, you know, sure, um says so it, yeah, it's crazy, um, and I think another I, thing about this movie, and then Zach Hartman brought this up the other night is that he said that this movie is the only one, this book is the only one that is operating independently from Voldemort, right? Voldemort Mm -hmm. doesn't really Mm -hmm. matter in this movie. Obviously, you know, it's like you have the Peter Pettigrew stuff where he's going to serve Voldemort, but Voldemort isn't an actual bad guy in this movie. It's much more about this Peter Pettigrew and serious black thing, you know, it's much more Mm -hmm. about that storyline. So Mm -hmm. it's very interesting, and I think that I just love it. And something else that I was thinking about is I've heard people complain and I've made this complaint myself that Harry's dad seems seemed so much cooler and did such cool stuff at Hogwarts. It'd be fun if Harry and Ron and Hermione would have done stuff like that. And I think the counterpoint to that is that. They probably would have done some pretty cool stuff if they didn't but they have, have yeah. But they have something Voldemort happen every knocking year, knocking on the door every single year. <laughs> yeah, there's you just know? like some giant problem that gets thrown in their lap. every year. Oh, you guys want to have fun? Well, there's a big snake, you know, crawling through the walls too. So you got to <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's just oh, you guys always- want to you guys want to have fun? Well, there's yeah, there's. A three headed dog living upstairs. Yeah. There's a, a Tri Wizard Cup it. and it turns out that Maddie Moody is an imposter. So Oh, you wanna have fun? Well, the Harry's gonna get selected and he's too young. So <laughs> that's gonna yeah. cause a lot of problems. So this is so this isn't gonna be a fun year. <laughs> it's not it's just not gonna be your year, guys. If you wanna have fun, you're gonna have a lot else going on. Other. Than oh, you wanna studies. have fun, Harry? Well, here's some scary dreams for you. <laughs> 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 here's some well, terrifying dreams. Here's a massive headache. <laughs> uh I wonder if he takes Advil or something. You think it would help? <laughs> Might yeah. offer any cramps. Liquid gels? Yeah. Possibly. But yeah, I, I mean, moving on, um, goes to the train sequence, like I kind of already addressed, but like that's... I can't say it's like it's my favorite scene. I have a different favorite scene, but for some reason, this entire exchange between the Dementors and having Lupin in that same cart... I just I love it all. Like I love I love the look and the feel of the Dementors. I love the glass and the ice on the glass and the train completely stopping and all the lights going out and it just getting really, you know, the there you can see their breath, all of that. For some reason, just the feel of it is is great to me. And you get the first feel of a Dementor, and that is inter- in, interesting because you said that this is the you know the only one that really doesn't have much Voldemort in it and. So in this movie, the scary things are just the Dementors, you know, the Dementors, yeah, the dementors and then are terrifying, the big plot. Yeah. And it's terrifying. It's like, you know, I think probably when I saw this movie, I didn't even remember what the Dementors were from the book. So I, <gasps> you know, saw this and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is that? You know, um, I thought that when the Dementor comes into the, the train cart and whispers Shire baggins, I thought that that was a it tad, was a little too far. Yeah, I was like, Come yeah, on, guys, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a little referential, don't you think? No, well, no baggins around here. <laughs> that's we were talking about this the other night, and I think that I think that the design on the Dementors is good. It's just unfortunate that Lord of the Rings had just happened because mm-hmm. they're so similar. Well, and the design on the Ringwraiths is just better. And I think the Dementors, they would look better if they would have been less. You know, I think that they're a little bit too, like, too... Too loosey-goosey, baby. You know, they're just, they're completely CGI, and they're... And that's the difference between Lord of the Rings. They're not CGI. Much more practical stuff. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and I think it's fine. I can't remember if the... I, th- I feel like they had hoods in the book. I cannot verify that, though. I was going to look it up this week, but I just Yeah, the thing forgot. is, were they originally just like completely draped in cloth, or did, were they just things with hoods that had like weird skeletal faces no, they're wearing cloaks, and something. I think that they were just hoods, and they would lower their hood to perform What their body the kiss. looked like. You don't know, and nobody knows unless you've had the kiss performed on you. So, anyway, yeah. Huh, that would have been a good direction to take that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't have done that because that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty unique. Like, remember- What if you didn't see it until the very end <laughs> and it was like from Sirius's point of view and you finally see the freaking face of one of these things or something like that? I would have loved something like that. Right. Maybe right. I should make these again. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, it's fine. Like, I think that, the Dementors. They they look cool though. I, no, I, I, I think they're that great. is a small yeah. complaint. You know, uh-huh. I was I do think that it's unfortunate that they don't look like Ring Race because that's the better design. But you can't. He had to Peter Jackson different. always wins though, besides yeah. in everything that he's done since Lord of the Rings. But <laughs> <Ain't> <laughs> not, not King Kong. King Kong's pretty good Jack Black. Well yeah, I know, I was gonna say Jack Black. To his beauty that killed the beast. And we'll donate the proceeds to his wife and family. He's so good in that movie, Jack Black's. I so stand good. on King Kong, man. I love that movie. Anybody that doesn't like that King Kong movie can go jump off the Empire State Building. <laughs> I love that movie, it's and I'll so be good. up there hanging with Kong. That's right. That's right. Okay, but uh, you know, eat some chocolate, Big Whoop. Um, That's the thing. Eat, you'll feel better. Have some chocolate. God, you always just have chocolate on you. <laughs> Get a Kit Kat or something. Well, that's that's because it makes it like, oh yeah, Lupin's got chocolate on him. Oh, he's a nice guy. He's got candy. Well, why wouldn't he though? Because he probably why wouldn't he have chocolate? Well, he because he's aware that Dementors are going to be around, so maybe he was carrying that to safeguard. Carrying some chocolate, yeah, because he knows that that's a remedy for somebody that's been affected by why is chocolate a remedy? It's just just sugar. Dude, why is anything a remedy in Harry Potter? There's all sorts of stupid stuff that pops up. That oh, it's what'd like... you expect, I guess? Pumpkin juice? I don't know. But the chocolate thing's mm-hmm. just funny to me throughout the whole movie. Eat. Hey, you want some chocolate? Yeah. Here's some chocolate. Really, yeah, it feel bit. No, it helps. Yeah, it really does. David Thewlis, great as Remus Lupin. Oh, my gosh. When he stands up and does the Patronus, though, in the cart, a little. He looks kind of funny. He just, it's a weird face. I He's been napping, Dave. He just woke up. <laughs> Come on, cut the guys in slack. What do you look like when you wake up? Terrible. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I'll tell everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm trying not to be so negative on this movie. There's so many things that I think are just silly about it, though. It's, just, it's funny. You just analyze it so much more than I do. I would have never thought about what Lupin looks like when he stands up. I'm just like, oh, cool, Lupin's up. Once stuff starts going down later, post, like when it goes into the sequence that's just Fuck one big day, to death. pretty much after, Boom. after uh, you know, Hagrid delivers that, after the big oaf delivers that line, you're like, okay, we're good. He's a big dumb animal, ladies and gentlemen. Man. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but it's pretty nice that Robbie Coltrane stuck on board through, for all of Throughout this. all of them. Same I mean, with McGonagall. It's a real thankless it. job mm-hmm. to be Hagrid. He could have done a lot with his career, and he's just, he probably, (laughs) this is probably a saving grace for him. This is Uh, probably, yeah, the number one But hey, I mean, who wouldn't, though? I mean, the real argument is Alan Rickman, because we're going to talk about in the next one, because Snape does not have that big of a role in the fourth Harry Potter, so that's a real thankless job, but, and in the fifth one, I can't remember how big Snape is. He's in the fifth one a little bit, you know, but then, you know, he's huge in the sixth, Uh and... Not in the I'm, seventh, but uh, a lot more in the eighth. Prince. Yeah. I can't remember. I mean, name. it's it's amazing that he stuck around too. Yeah. We're it's we're just lucky. And then getting Ralph Fiennes is freaking Voldemort. It's just what they did is incredible. Sure. It's yeah, it's, it's sure you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um uh, well, let's get to Hogwarts. They go to Hogwarts, you got the And then um, they start off singing the double double Double, and trouble song double, with Frogs. Double, <laughs> Choir Why are we doing go? this? It's so weird. You know who I'm thinking of in that, that choir scene? Scott Stapp? No, there's the one girl, middle of the pack, right to the left. Ooh. Middle I didn't of the choir this. scene, and there's a girl. And when they do the, So the this way comes, she does this just... She, she get, overanimates it. She gets pulls gets Bettany into it. into it. Yeah, and I've noticed it since I was a kid, and oh, I always, man. I, I pointed it out today. It's just kills me. I have nightmares about it. Oh, I um, want to watch this now. It's good. Gosh. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Um, I, I think yeah. I
1: did.
0: I did it pretty good justice right now, though, the way that I did it. It didn't stand out to me. I didn't embody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 didn't look. <laughs> It I didn't, don't see anything. It didn't stand out to me. Okay, um, well, whatever, David. Um, the, the boys Hogwarts. trying the animal things up in the rooms. Oh. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> you know what oh, I do love though I the forget. painting. The <laughs> painting, though. Yeah, that was fine. Amazing! Turn to my voice, <laughs> that lady. Oh yeah, that is a cute scene. It's oh. funny. Yeah, it's funny. You know, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and the world loves it. <laughs> I think that uh you know, I think that them eating the little candies would be a good scene. None of these actors are really that great, so it's kinda rough. I think that Rupert Grant's the only one that does a good a pretty good job. With the lion. Yeah. I think yeah, that part's fun. Um I was it's always, Neville with the elephant that it ruins is. it. it just it's really, Neville with the elephant. Yeah, it makes it not so great. <laughs> and then I also... You suck. I'm <laughs> over... It just bugs me that everybody else got an animal. And then when Harry, Harry gets a train his, whistle. And it's a train whistle. Or steam whistle. Oh, uh, you don't want one of those. It's like, what kind of thing is this? Isn't it just animals? Pick one. Is it just animals or is it just... Well, it just, it's just so lame. Why didn't Harry get to, fun, get to do something fun as well? He just sits there and has steam come out of his ears, and it's like, oh, okay. It's de- no, David, it's, it's a lot deeper than that. It demonstrates that Harry always, he's suffered a lot. He's under and a he's lot always, of pressure. He's under a lot of train pressure to yeah. train. Okay. Train the Patronus. That's well, what he's trying to do. I don't like that scene. They- <laughs> and- <laughs> I don't like that scene either. And then it goes to divination. So far in this movie, the only thing I've liked is David Thewlis' casting. And I've loved it all. <laughs> there's, other than realizing and that I it's David loved Thewlis, every I don't think there's anything else that I've actually bit. enjoyed. And, oh, yeah, the serious Black poster, too. That one's pretty good. Serious Black poster's great. Um, I do like the clock, how the clock is always dinging throughout the entire movie. And it kind of is reminiscent of, you know... The Ending, there's a lot of setup to the ending, which is great. Same with the uh, the Whomping Willow, I love how it changes for every season, I do enjoy that, Hate even that though it's too. a different Whomping Willow. Um, David hates that. Okay, what else we got? Um, uh, actually, I have you no, quoted I, I have that you quoted one right doesn't here. bug me that much, it's just kind of these extra added on when it scenes, catches so. the bird and kills it. Oh, Hagrid is uh, the new Care of Magical Creatures teacher, he is that's fun. Oh, he likes something, yeah. Here, I'll, <laughs> let, I'll let you go. I'm not going to no, run No, it. just... It's okay. What do you like? i it, It's another thing where it's just... It's a plot point in the book. We so got a new Dumbledore. Like, yeah. We got a new Gumbledore. Oh, that's the biggest thing. Right. We I can't got a new just skipped over this, man. Michael Gambon shows up as Dumbledore, and it's really... It's tough. You know? It's hard um, to not see Richard Harris. It's tough to not see Richard Harris. I think that he plays it... <clears throat> A little too, he's got a little bit too much. He plays you know. it too spooky for just entering the world. You know, yeah. Richard Harris and him are very opposite. And I think eventually he gets pretty darn good, you know, and kind of embraces the, the role. There's there's two Dumbledores that Michael Gambin has. He has... The funny, goofy game uh, of Dumbledore, Gumbelgorf, that shows up at the end mm-hmm. of this movie. Did what? Good night. You know, that Good part. Good night. I, I like love that, part. that Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. I think that that is well played and that is very well acted. But then there's. But he hates something. Cedric mm-hmm. Diggory was murdered. You know, that kind of stuff that you're like, Did oh. you put your name in the cupboard of fire? That yeah. stuff that. Yeah. Dumbledore shouldn't act like that. I think that there's a. And he wouldn't act like that. Yeah, I think that there's a calm demeanor that Dumbledore is supposed to have. And I think that he can be funny. I think he can be goofy. But I think as soon as Dumbledore. Uh, gosh. <laughs> Why, am I mis- Why am I not pronouncing Dumbledore right? Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> He's knocking on Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Uh, uh, knock, knock, knocking on Dumbledore. Hey. Oh. Uh, okay. okay. But. Omar. Dumbledore is. I don't know, he just, yeah, when he jumps into this really lively and crazy guy, it just doesn't work for me. So, anyway, Dumbledore shows up, and it's noticeably different, and that's also a big blow. I think that there's just... Let me point out that it does work for me. It does. Yeah, I think he's fine. I think, you know, he had to do what he had to do with the character. Got a new guy coming in, new director coming in. It's obviously going to be different and he's obviously going to seem different but I do think in the later movies he really does a good job and embraces it and like I've said before he's in you know what is he? he's only in 5 out of the or 4 out of the 8 movies um, but he's in a little yeah, bit of in, he's in 6 of them he's a, he's in 7 and 8 a little bit too yeah i don't um, know if he shows up in 7 i guess and show show up too much but you know i think he does well with, with what he had if i could if you could go back I don't know. Maybe there's somebody that could have done it better. Um, but that's a hard casting choice. Garfield, maybe. Garfield. Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield? No, Zombieland reference. Uh, doesn't matter. Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray is Dumbledore. That was Lee. that Bob Wiley. That was yeah. that Bob Wiley that kept calling. Um, I, yeah, I but- don't know. I wish that I... Michael Caine. Could you imagine Michael Caine as Dumbledore? John Hurt. Pull you know? him back. He's pulling double duty. Double, double duty. Double duty as. That reminds me. I don't like how they got uh oh, this is off topic. Game of Thrones. The uh, <laughs> the king. Um, what's his name? What's Joffrey's Baratheon? younger brother's name? Robert Baratheon? Oh, no, Renly? Uh, Joffrey's. Not Renly. No, the, the um, brother, the younger yeah, brother. Um, oh, gosh. Great.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No! <laughs> Why'd I
0: bring it up? It's like something Thor and... stupid kid's name? Tommen. Okay, T- King Tommen. He is one of the uh, the Lannister cousins in an earlier season. And then he comes back and plays a different character. I don't like it when things do that. Sorry that just brought that was up. Was he really? Me, yeah. If you watch like the third season, they murder him. They kill him. He's one of the little cousins that they kill. Oh, yeah. And he's one of the reasons that the Stark guy was... Uh, put to death. Cast dark, Car, stark card card Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Were anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I'm Let's, so sorry. Oh yeah. But Hagrid, um, Hey, this guy, uh, almost got, he was sent to Azkaban for a little while last year, we Thought that he was sick in a we think he's Monster fine. on the school, <laughs> we'll bring him back. We'll, we'll give him bring a class. him back. <laughs> I mean, we took a look at his resume again. <laughs> we said, seems like a nice character. You know what? Some stuff went down last year, you he know, seems what? trustworthy it. enough. Let's put the care of all let's the men with monsters and kids. Yeah, <laughs> let's put those the two things together. Why not? You know. Parents well, he will messed sign up wavers. with the monsters He messed up with the kids <laughs> Let's put them all together Parents sign so, waivers We'll be good It's gonna be great No he was accidentally in Azkaban <laughs> He's trying to describe it to the parents <laughs> no, It's like no, no 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 you don't get it It was an accident They're like well he was in Azkaban I don't want this guy No he was kicked out of school No 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 In, no. His, <laughs> in his fifth year it was accidental because uh, they thought that he, you know, put, he brought a giant spider into the school, he, brought a, he still has a spider. I mean, it's in the forest, but and the parents are uh, like, so he didn't actually graduate from Hogwarts. No, 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 he didn't. But technically, no, he's been uh, living in the forbidden forest. <laughs> he lives on campus now. Well, does he live anywhere else? Well, he's kind of free. Well, I mean, but the kids love him. The kids love him. He's a great that's all that matters folks no uh yeah hagrid in no way should have a class but it's great uh we all love hagrid so love yeah i think Buckbeak, or is that the first thing that happens because there's three classes that we got to talk about there is divination there's the creatures and then there's divinations what? and then there's the boggerts and then yeah. there's the dark hippogriff. Arts. so mm-hmm. um let's talk about the hippogriff real quick mm. uh fun scene you have, Malfoy does some good yeah, stuff, you know. the Dementor, Dementor. Ooh, how many times have you done that in your life? A lot, a million. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah. I've done that reference a lot, and it's a great scene. It's a good gag. I don't blame Malfoy for doing that. Yeah, Malfoy's <laughs> I mean, a funny guy. I would have walked away from that situation, and I would have told people about it. Man, I got Harry Potter so good earlier today. I got Harry good. Great bit. Then I got my arm scraped. Oh yeah, but then he does that whole thing, and after just, a couple of minutes, I lost, lost my arm. I lost my arm. Malfoy sucks. Yeah, he's an idiot. Uh, Well, he starts turning into an idiot. Second one, he's so good. But then he just kind of starts turning into a little weasel. Literally gets turned into a weasel in the fourth one. Yeah. Um, Did you notice that that kid, the one that's not Crab and Goyle, that's also always with them? He's different in this one. It's a different kid. But then he comes back eventually. Yeah, I don't know when he shows back up again, but that's the guy. I think he's still in this one, man. I think you might be able to still spot him. I think they were just like... Toying around with some—I t- have no idea. What they you should just. Dis- oh, crab! One of them. Yeah, one of Crab and Goyle. Yeah, they disappear later because he got. He did something terrible. One of the actors did. Didn't he get? Really, I didn't know that. One of them got like convicted of a crime he was like driving oh. drunk and hit somebody or something oh, I, wow. I don't remember this don't take that that you could even cut that out i don't remember what happened something bad Well, it's happened. okay he, he we'll just let the record state that you don't know what i happened. don't know i think that that that's hypothetically an but, example of something that could have happened but there's this skinny kid that's always with the slytherins and i don't know if he shows up in the other movies uh maybe in the fourth one he did anyway he's the guy that gets his head cut off in the first episode of uh, game of thrones so, so that's a fun fact. Cool, yeah, fun fact. There you go. Yeah, uh, poor little bugger. I think that Harry riding Buckbeat <laughs> is one of the best scenes in this whole movie, though. Ha! Ha! Woo! What is that? I don't. I don't like that's funny. I don't like Harry on that hippogriff. Oh, really? I like when I like when Buckbeat's dipping his toes in the water. It's kind of fun. And they go up, but when Harry does the. The arms wide. Then he kind of laughs like... Ah. It's like a weird laugh. Then he goes... Whoa! And does a weird... Thing. Yeah, I that's true. Don't, I, I don't like it. It's the music, though. Johnny Dubs... <laughs> you know that Alfonso Coron was just like, all right, we got a good scene. We're just going to leave a lot of room for you. So, go nuts. And Johnny Dubs was like, absolutely. <laughs> that's what I do best. Johnny John Williams is the best at doing that you know yeah and and I think he really he really went all out in this movie he did a good job if directors just say hey I'm gonna leave you a solid minute and a half and it's all gonna be music it's gonna be all about the music so do whatever you want you know and and the first movie that really he does that I think is E.T. and you just hear John Williams going nuts and you're like this is incredible yeah, they just handed the movie over to the composer for a while. So yeah. anyway, I love that scene. No, it's it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the music in this movie and the, a lot of good themes and the, yeah. you know. But I mean, the middle of this movie is just a lot of that stuff. Like you said, yeah. it's a, you we're know, we're moving kind of slow here. Maybe we should pick up the pace. <laughs> maybe we should. Yeah, it's funny. This is like the the blander movie of the, <laughs> the three. <but. laughs> well, there's so much more important stuff that happens later on. Why are we talking? So there's also the divination scene, and I think that like at the same time, right? Alan Rickman's character was going to the mall, and he was buying the necklace for not his wife, but for his secretary. Oh, Um, because it's the yeah, because it's Emma Thompson in the same movie Mm. as Alan Rickman meeting up together. Love Actually, we love Actually reference probably around the same time. Love Actually probably came out in what two thousand five, two thousand six. Have I said something? Um, yeah, it's getting in the gram. Would you like me to buy you a necklace, Secretary? Like, I swear I'm not a bad guy. I'm this necklace Cheating was, on you, Emma. I'm not cheating. <laughs> oh. This is your necklace. <laughs> I actually got you a best hit of... <laughs> who, who is it? Casey in the Sunshine Band? No, it's know. somebody so stupid. It's not that stupid, but it's just yeah. one of those where you're like, oh boy, that would have been disappointing. But divination, you got the Grim, you got Hermione's starting to do. You know, she's already done it maybe a couple times. The thing where it's like, how, how did she get here? What are you well, doing? Yeah, I, Ron's dude, always like. What every the time heck? that Ron does that, I love it. it makes yeah. me crack up every single time. Um, and you also have the new kid that is just the spooky kid, the Grim. Like, yeah, he's <laughs> like he's a serious black. He's like trying to catch smoke, trying <laughs> to catch smoke with your bare hands. Such, Such a stupid this line. Who is this kid? He's pulled him out of uh, nowhere, though. Yeah, he's, he's not in any just, of the other ones. And he's going to be the spooky kid. Anytime you need a dark line to be delivered, pitch it to him real quick, and you're good. Uh, yeah. He's the one to do he's it. He's got the, like, trying to smoke with your bare hands. And then, you know, and then it goes to the Boggart. And, you know, and the it's. Boggart, yeah. The Boggart. <sighs> um, I'll just bag it. Hey. hey uh, what would the bogger um, turn in for you? Turn into for you? Man, that's interesting. I've never thought of that. What am I most afraid of? Heartbreak. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um oh. I don't know, man. Probably the monster from Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> I, <laughs> the troll. I watched that yesterday. Yeah. Probably the alien from Signs. I watched you that. Watched freaking, Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. Yesterday? I showed that to Leanna. I showed that to Leanna last night. The just whole randomly. movie. No, no. Oh, I just, just the thing. And just the other night at work, I pulled it up and showed it to a couple people. Well, it is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny because I reference it a lot, and then I'm always like, okay, I got to pull it up. Yeah. Very funny. Um, Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but some sort of, it would probably just be some sort of weird, drippy monster thing. I don't know. Yeah, it might be the alien from science. I'm not sure. Uh... The one that walks across the pathway, not the actual CGI alien. Mine would be the alien from Scary Movie 3. (laughs) (laughs) We're not so different, huh? He starts peeing out of his finger. (laughs) (laughs) Leslie Nielsen. Oh, that movie's good. Um, okay, but yeah, the Boggart. I mean, the thing is, it's just like, just don't let Harry go because he's going to ruin it. There's inconsistency Can to, Harry you know, just sit out of this? He's like, why did you jump in front of me? I thought that, he's like, I thought that it might turn into Voldemort himself. And you're like, you saw it turn into a Dementor. You know? Because in the book, he jumps, well, I'm not going to do that. In the book, he jumps in front of him. Before, yeah, it's a, but beforehand, yeah. Before it even yeah. turns into something. But, it's fine. Uh, the scary I, clown is pretty scary. Yeah. the It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. The Boggart scene is fun, though. It's fine. You know, you see Lupin being a good teacher, and this class is ridiculous. That's I do line. like all of the scenes with Lupin and Harry. I think that's yep. all fun. I would love to see. Taking him under his wing. Yep. In the book, there's a lot more explanation as to why they're together. They just suddenly show up walking together alone in the woods. And so I always want to know how that happened, guys. <laughs> yeah. Know, what, did you go knock on the door and say, hey, we should hang out. Want to take wanna a walk? Want to go, wanna hey, go for that walk chocolate? in the woods? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, Professor Lupin, you got chocolate? Um, like I said, I think this movie is very much about them finding – or us finding more out about mm-hmm. Harry's dad and his friends when they're younger. So. Uh-huh. I do really uh-huh. enjoy all of that. I enjoy all that plot. I do too. Yeah, and all the and stuff's good, and then the practicing of the Patronus. You get introdu- you know, introduced to Hogsmeade and all that stuff, and uh, you know, that I mean, that's that's some good stuff. I like him going in inv- invisibility cloak and yeah. Her- I'm thinking Hermione we should probably, with I Malfoy. think we should probably s- skip forward a little bit. What, what any scenes stand out here in the middle? Things that you want to bring up. Um, I think the Hogsmeade thing where he, you know, he goes, he gets the Marauders map from the twins, which right. is a nice introduction to that. hmm you, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know? Also, very generous of them. I Very. They're just like, here, Harry, take one of the, you know. The coolest thing we've ever known. The coolest thing ever. <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh, we memorized all the paths. It's like, you still aren't going to know where everybody is all the time. That's an amazing thing to know. Yeah. That would be terrible to do with. It'd be terrible. After you yeah. got used to it. But whatever you know they do They give it to Harry which is a really generous thing to do So nice of them He gets that and then he finds out the stuff from Vudge and he has the good Thing and let me do it
1: He was their friend And he betrayed them
0: He was their friend I hope he finds me Because when he does I'm going to be ready When he does I'm going to kill him Not bad not bad. kicked on the mic quite a bit again. He kind of he's got a Hear with that Frank like he has uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this weird like. <laughs> it's not like that, but he with that Frank. It just he got Mister <laughs> Dumbledore. Mister Dumbledore. He with that Frank. It's like if you ever if you want to do a Harry Potter impression, just start out doing Mister Professor Dumbledore. Professor Dumbledore. And then you can get in the comment. You start "Hi, I'm Harry." Hi, how's it going? I'm I'm freaking Harry Potter. Every time it turns into, I can't help but go Brooklyn. Yeah, I can't do a Daniel Radcliffe impression, but that is the Oscar clip. If Daniel Radcliffe were to have a scene played at his funeral or something of the best moment you ever had when you were acting, that's the one. He was a, he yeah. was their friend. You know, Uh it's a fine scene though. You know it, although. Every time I, like, know it's coming, I'm like, okay, here's Daniel Radcliffe scene. It is emotionally effective, though. It is a sad scene because you do find out that Harry thinks Sirius Black sold his parents out. Sold his parents out to Voldemort. A finger. And that's what everybody thinks. That's what everybody thinks, yeah. Yeah, that's what the whole world thinks. I mean, it's that's bad. The, that's the biggest thing about this movie is that Sirius Black is just an absolute poor bastard. He's just been sitting in Azkaban for so 12 long. Years. 12 years of it, in Azkaban. He didn't It's yeah. terrible. I can't even, it would suck. Poor guy. Yeah. And then it's, he's only out for like a year and a half. <laughs> two years, and then just. Yeah, Dad, really? <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, he's out for like less than two years. Bummer, yeah. dude. Bummer of a life, dude. Yeah, real rough life, man. Uh, anything else? What are we missing here? Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, let me let me see some of this stuff. Marv's He's our friend. Uh, he, you know, he, that's when he's doing the the practicing of the Patronus, and it's right before that. I do like the when he's practicing the Patronus, and the first time he's like, "Expecto Patronum, expectum, patron gosh <laughs> He's kind, of like, <laughs> kind, of, kind of gets like overwhelmed you know it's like expect a, <laughs> expect a, oh oh expect a, oh oh boy he just gets yeah. overwhelmed by it yeah. um yeah. but yeah i mean that's you have some chocolate you'll feel better there you go now you can do it have right. some chocolate bam bam it's over going you gonna do cool. uh yeah it's it's a I, I do enjoy all the Patronus stuff. I'm just trying to think of where when anything else happened that's important. There's the Quidditch scene where Harry passes out on his broomstick, and you mm-hmm. mentioned that as being a great scene to you. Like that all looks very cool. You don't get to see much of the Quidditch match, No. so that's yeah. kind of a bummer because the Quidditch scenes are always the coolest ones, and they just don't really have one in this movie. Uh, but Dumbledore has the coolest thing. Ever when he's like Ascendo or Oh yeah, Ascended Hall. <laughs> what does he say? I don't <laughs> I don't know. Know. He said. But you, yeah he slows Harry down in midair and you're like tight. Very cool. dope, Dumbledore. Very That's dope. tight. Yo, that's dope. That's <laughs> that's, that's way, dope. Way sick, yo. Really cool. Dumbledore, that was tight, dude. Like <laughs> Dumbledore, that was that. tight, yo. That's like the yeah. standard kind of uh gangster cool voice that you go to is that kid from coach Carter, right? Coach, no. I went back on the team. I went back on the team. Coach, I went back on the team. Uh, vanilla cone. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just go to my rap voice. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I was supposed to be a rapper. I was, also, I was also, it stinks, man. The playoffs going on. I was supposed to play for the saints this year. I tore my ACL. It sucks. But yeah, they had me on their yep, they had me on their list.
1: Would have breeze.
0: I waiting for a punchline. I was like, "Is there something coming?" Oh, I didn't have one. Oh, okay, I? that's the Saints too. Off the cuff, yeah. Drew Breeze. Yeah. Yep. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, besides that, what was I going to say? Um, there's the divination thing where she has the freak out and really scares him. And seven and master will be reunited once more. Yeah, she's scary during that scene, Mm -hmm. dude. And we didn't mention Emma Thompson. I mean, I think we might have said her name, but she's great as Professor Talani in this. Yeah, she's really great. She's good, and she, yeah, I mean, she's good. It's good cast. All of it's good casting. So also can't go wrong with it. Very small role, and she sticks with it for the whole thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, she impressive. does a great does a great job. Yeah, well, I guess um, we're, th- we're I guess we're there. You know, there's, we're there. Now we something made it. we're leaving out, but I can't. Oh, there's the scene. That's what I'm thinking of. Is that Sirius Black comes and messes with the fat lady, and they all have to go down to the great hall, and all the kids are sleeping, mm-hmm. sleep there. Yeah, and that's the moment where all these kids are sleeping in the great hall, and the teachers are just speaking at full volume. Full volume, having like a very, <laughs> you know, like kids very should serious not conversation. not hear no anything pun. that they're saying. Yeah, as a student, you'd be like, "Shut up!" And then Pull Dumbledore outside. ends up saying something like, "Because kids are so dumb, and their brains are full of sugar plums and dreams." <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and he say something like that. Yeah. Well, no, because he says kids should have the dreamless sleep of something or the... I jump on roses. And my screws on. I don't remember what it is, but he says a fun Me line neither. there. Anyway, that's the one thing I was trying to think of. There's some other big plot point that happens, but yeah, and then it and then it's the day, right? Oh, and then we're there, baby. Buckbeak's been sentenced to death. Buck we Beak's forgot about been that. Sentenced to death. Yeah, Buckbeak's gonna die, and Haggard's sad about it. Uh, which, why wouldn't you? You know, it's a very sad thing. So it's a big bird, big bird, baby. <laughs> that is one Big Bird, baby. That's a Big Bird, baby. How um, does Big Bird talk? Has he kind of got a Kermit thing going on? Hi there. No, I'm he's Big like, Bird. Kermit. No, that's Big Bird. No, he's not like that. That's Kermit the Frog. It's hi there. Hey kids. Doesn't he hey there, have kids. Voice like this? Uh, maybe you're right. Or was that Snuffleupagus? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really watch. I don't think I watched Sesame Street I didn't watch much. Sesame Street that much either, to be honest. Not enough to... To Know Bert and Ernie were like, Hi, I'm Bert and Ernie. Weren't they something like that? I feel like I'd be more familiar with the guys in the uh opera balcony Hi, seats. I'm
1: Elmo, I'm Elmo.
0: Well, Elmo, yeah, but then you remember the it's guys, the operas, the opera balcony seats guys that were from the ah. Muppets? Hey, what are you gonna do? Those guys, those are guys. Anyway, none of this is important. Um, uh, yeah, boy. So he gets the prophecy delivered to him mm-hmm, and he's like, mm-hmm. freak was that, man? <laughs> I would be so what scared. What the heck? <laughs> I'd run straight to Dumbledore, actually, is what I would do. But Yo, Trelawney's freaking not good, dude. Yo, Dumbledore. <laughs> Trelawney's freaking out, yo. Yo, dude. She's tripping. Yo, bro. <laughs> Tre- yo, Trelawney's tripping, tripping, dog. Dumbledore. Uh, yeah. Again, go tell an adult. It's just... I like. He do. just walks out there and he's like, "Well, that was weird. Hey, well, yo, whatever. Boy, better move on with my day." <laughs> I wonder if she meant Voldemort. Huh. Couldn't be. Uh, I shouldn't. Too th- I shouldn't think too much into it. But then they go down to <laughs> just the chosen one. <laughs> they go and visit Hagrid <laughs> uh, <laughs> to go see Buckbeak dying, and the it, rock flies through the window. Ching. Yeah. Oh, they it, see. They say the. They see the uh, executioner. And he looks weird. Remember, I said that earlier. Yeah, you did. He see looks kind of weird, like he's like a CGI executioner. Why is he just sitting there, like sharpening his scythe, and he's in like, like smiling? The main, like common area. What's just- up, kids? I'm about to cut something's head off. He's all, "What's up, kids? You ever seen a buck? <laughs> you ever seen a hippogriff die? <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Buckbeak die before? <laughs> What's up? You guys want to see me chop this thing's head off? It's just psycho, psycho executioner guy. <laughs> He no, is, but man. he wouldn't sound like that. He <laughs> wouldn't. Say, he looks. He looks like he's like. Eh, eh. He looks like uh, he's. He looks like he doesn't talk much. Is really what it is. Huh? Yeah, know? yeah. He would talk and he'd be like. What? He doesn't look like he says much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mister Excuser He's like what? What do you want? <laughs> he's like probably Yoda. more Muppet kind of voice character. <laughs> he is. He looks yeah. kind of like it. Yeah. Remember Muppet Babies? Now that was some good stuff. I don't know Muppet Babies, All but right. I don't care. Yeah. Either way, moving on. Uh, then the rock. Then they talk to Hagrid. The rock flies in. One of them hits Harry in the head. Yeah, Harry in the head. And he goes, "Hey, yeah, Harry, in the back of the head, That hurt? That hurt." And then they go around. They leave. They they hide for a minute while they're in there, and then they leave. And uh, and then you know it looks like Buckbeak dies. Basically. It looks like Buckbeak dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so you're like, oh man. It was before they even got down there that Hermione punches Draco yeah, yeah, she punches. Yeah, she punches Malfoy. It's a yeah. good scene. I heard that Tom Felton was like, you can actually hit me or something like that. Did we say that last podcast or something? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he said something like, I guess when during filming, he was like, just hit me. And then I guess she did hit him, and then he it really hurt. <laughs>
1: <Or something. laughs> nice. So, that's funny.
0: That's funny. <laughs> um, <But. laughs> and he actually got hurt. <laughs> God, that was... <laughs> That's a dumb laugh. Dang it. I'm going to take stuff like that back. I guess I can. Um, yeah, you could edit that out. You could edit that oh, right out if you wanted to. Uh-huh. Just edit it when, uh-huh. when you lose it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then they go back and then. Falling apart. Um, then they're at the Whomping Willow. And that's when all this starts. And then they it all over, and it all goes down. Yeah. Because uh, they're like, what's going on
1: all you know, the, over there?
0: The moments where, because Ron gets taken in or whatever. From the Grimm. Hermione and Harry are just getting slapped by that whomping willow. Uh That would hurt so bad. Oh, broken ribs. Yeah, Yeah. you would be like physically destroyed by some of those blows. I don't Uh think that they would be moving around as well. Also, the likelihood of her flying off and then flying down into that hole and not getting like her foot trapped in a root on the way in there and it just yanks her leg back and breaks Every bone in her leg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she just shoots right into the hole. She'd probably catch like the top of her skull on the freaking entrance. Just Joelle, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, we don't have to picture. Oh, okay. She just yeah. hits her head.
1: Yeah. She Gosh, I thought you were going to go in
0: more detail. No. It's like, geez, David. No, I just think that and she just crushes her. head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ron gets dragged away. They have that whole encounter. Blah blah blah. They follow and. We get into the shrieking shack, which is amazing. this which whole is, scene it, is so it's good. just and it's you know what it is <laughs> They've yeah, been playing good. that theme throughout it, but doesn't when the Grimm show up, and it's you know you you know that it's serious, uh, but when it drags Ron, doesn't it go? Dun dun dun! And yeah, it plays something. those three notes, but like really mm-hmm. large and grandiose. Yeah, and then yeah, but then it, I mean, this scene—it's all—it's—it's it, it's the best scene in the movie. I, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, it, it's just—it's because of the actors. It's because of Gary Oldman. It's purely yeah. because of Gary Oldman and uh, what's his name. Um, and I went, will. I will say that so this reveal that Sirius Black is in the Shrieking Shack, all of this kind of comes out of nowhere in the book because there was a lot left in the book because obviously they go back in time and things play out again. And so I think that was a big part of the book that I really enjoyed is that the book is progressing. You're about midway through and you're like, whoa, this should be like the ending. Yeah, and you just... And you don't really see it coming, you know? Mm-hmm. This all comes as, as a surprise. Like, in the other ones, you're you're waiting for stuff to unfold, but you can kind of see it. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it was just like, oh, and then, gee, Sirius Black is here. And then mm-hmm. he reveals this stuff about Peter Pettigrew and how Pettigrew was the one that betrayed whatever. And it's all really, really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just think that this... I think that this storyline of Sirius Black and Peter Pettigrew is an incredible storyline. And I think mm-hmm. it's a great reveal. And I think that regardless of the rest of this movie, I think that these couple of scenes are so amazing. And mm-hmm. I love them so much. And Gary Oldman is so good as Sirius yeah. Black. He just does a fantastic job. And, you know, that freaking just crazy <laughs> look in his eye that he has. Oh, you I know. know. He's, no, Harry, it wasn't him. Somebody did portray your parents, but it was somebody who, until quite recently, I believed to be dead. And then who was it then? And then Sirius goes, Peter Pettigrew. And he's in this room right now. Come out, come out, Peter. Come out
1: and play. I he's
0: love insane. that. I love that. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's amazing, man. He, the movie suddenly jumps to another level when Gary Oldman shows up because you're just like, oh, man. Man. And it's, it's too bad that we didn't, you don't get more of Gary Oldman in mm-hmm. all of the movies, really. Um, we also did miss that scene when Harry and Snape run into each other in the hallway. In the yeah, Probably night, a Zonko's yeah. product, David Thewlis says. It's probably a Zonko product, I assume. Um, Would you not notice a rat running by your feet? If there was a rat that ran by my feet, I'd notice. Yeah, even in And you can hear it. He just like sees it go by. Gnawing. Rat. <laughs> um departed. Good. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, you can see it. Anyway, though. I yeah, I love that storyline too. And I think that entire scene. And he's right there, he's right there. And Ron's like, me. No. No. And it's such a good reveal. It's his rat. And 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 it's one of those things where the plot keeps You know, it's like everybody just annies up, you know? Suddenly Lupin shows up, and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then, wait, when do you find out that Lupin is a werewolf? Uh, You find out in this moment, right? You find out somewhere in this moment. I don't know if the kids necessarily find out, but you can kind of find out. Because Snape says something when he shows up. Hermione says it. She's like, but you're a werewolf or something. Yeah, you're a werewolf. You are the brightest witch of of your age. Brightest witch of your age. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Anyway, but But Snape shows up. comes in and Harry freaking. Snape shows up and then it's like, oh, man, okay. Now Snape's in control of the situation. And then Harry (laughs) hits him with. Expelliarmus. He hits him with Expelliarmus and Snape flies back, wand still in hand. Bugs me a little bit. Should have just said stupefy, and we'd all be like, okay, that's fine. That's all I'm saying. Um, and it's great. And then they expose Peter Pettigrew, who shows up, and that guy is also great. An actor. Incredible. That we actually and he's a he's a famous British actor. And his name is He's great. Brrr, Warwick Davis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I can't find him on here. Can you find him? I can't find him either. Timothy Spall. Timothy Spall. He yeah. plays Winston Churchill in the King's Speech, and he does Pretty a great good. job. Good. Uh, but he looks very much like somebody that would turn into a rat. Turn into a rat. <laughs> it just, he, he looks like a rat. It's, you know It's like when <clears throat> suddenly Scabbers turns into a human, and you see that guy, and you go, makes sense. Yeah, that's Scabbers. Yeah, yep. that's, that's Scabbers a, in human yeah. form. Sure, great. That's a rat. <laughs> hey, that's a rat. There uh, is. But hey, yeah, it's great and uh, very pathetic and sad. And then they all just kind of agree that, and, and Harry says we shouldn't kill him. We should take him out of here, and we'll yeah. do all this stuff. So
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Harry's that's a lot of. Smart guy, bravery. He makes just sense. Why wouldn't you yep. just let's stand yeah, up let's to go these take teachers? Him He's up there, like, and he'll cool. tell the truth. And serious won't and have to be an expert. Don't kill him. Don't be so angry. But yeah. obviously, you get where serious is coming from. He's been like, I have been waiting to kill this guy. Now, I've wanted to kill I, him for twelve I years. Got to kill oh, him. Oh yeah, and we did forget that. I've, you know, I did my waiting. I have waited. Yeah, you and, do it. Oh man, I, I wasn't prepared to deliver this line. I gotta. I did my waiting. Twelve years of it, and Azkaban. That's okay, I, you know that was off the, just off the cuff. I didn't, I didn't prepare for it, but um, that was really good. Yeah, um, that's not my favorite line in the movie, and you don't have to tell me if it's yours. I will say that I think that is the best delivered line in the entire series. Yeah, I think that that is the best that anybody delivers any line. In all eight I think it's the best perf- that Shrieking shack performance by Gary <laughs> Oldman is the best performance throughout Harry Potter the best single scene performance I mean it's incredible do you, do you think anybody's better no any I agree I completely I agree. mean there may be points where it's like Helena Bohem Carter maybe does something that's like extremely great I mean she's such a good actress in some of the yeah, stuff yeah Helena Bonham Carter you know I kill serious. Yeah, it's carter. Yeah, she does the Sky Skykills. Oh, yeah, Julius that's pretty Black good. Bob. I mean, it, it's yeah. not though. It's not Didn't as good as me. this. Um, yeah, the only other one I would say is Neville in the first one. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> Snooze. Trying, trying to think of other, other crappy. <laughs> Maybe Ralph finds uh, some of the stuff. Some of the Voldemort stuff. He no, does. that's true. Yeah, you could. Uh, Voldemort could be up there. Maybe Kingsley Shacklebolt in the seventh one. <laughs> Ugh. You have to admit, Minister um, Dumbledore has style. Oh, terrible, David! I love it. It's good. I like he's that got your Style. Kingsley Shacklebolt was such a cool character in the book, and I think the guy that plays him is fine. He's great. Pretty um, great. yeah, but no, Gary Oldman kills it. And I mean, you can already tell where I'm going to go with this later. But uh, and I'm sure it's the same for you. We're both going to agree that Sirius Black is the best character in the movie, and he's the Best actor. (laughs) Going with Neville, even though he doesn't do much in this movie. (laughs) Professor Trelawney. Trelawney. (laughs) Uh, Hagrid. (laughs) (laughs) But they get out, and um, then Lupin turns into a werewolf, which is one of those bonehead things where you're like, I guess he was just so preoccupied with what was happening and rushed to get there that maybe well, he, didn't, he probably knew that it was going to be a full moon, but he was like, crap, I have to, I have to, he to go do. take care of I this scenario. Go. Yeah. Series I mean, there. yeah, it, I always in my head, I'm like, come on, Lupin, you'd know you should have had, had taken your potion tonight, but who knows? um, but this I is think, your heart. This is your flesh. Gosh, oh, Gary Oldman. Just, Gary Oldman, and he's so good. Is, boom, man. Have just and just been then, talking about this scene the whole time. And the werewolf is, is great. I think is really well done. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I think the design think I think the design of the werewolf is also very good. Mm-hmm. Um the, and the pupil dilating and all that. that yeah. And that honestly, it feels like I don't know if there's any other scenes with with the sunlight out, but it feels like when the clouds reveal the moon. It's like a it's a clarity on the whole film that you haven't really gotten yet, I, yeah. I, if that makes sense. And you I, I also know. have the pretty cool... Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Were you still making a point? No. Oh, no. <laughs> hey. But you have the really cool visual moment, although it looks like it's straight out of a horror movie from the 70s or 80s. It looks cool when it zooms into Lupin's eye. And yeah, the pupil dilation. Out and he's yeah. suddenly... Kind of like morphing into a werewolf. uh, Yeah, I thought. I think the whole werewolf thing. Like me on Mondays. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Monday at six thirty. Hashtag Monday. (laughs) I look like Lupin. Uh, But I think that that's great, and I don't know why I keep I. I was going to say that this is a real boss move, and I don't know why I'm suddenly talking. You're saying things that you don't normally say. Yeah, it's like I'm talking. I think I've been spending too much time with high schoolers, and I'm starting to pick up some of their stuff. Anyway, uh, they, not they, Snape comes out of the hole, and he Mm -hmm. sees that Lupin is turned into a werewolf, and instead of doing anything, he immediately puts his arms out and Groups the kids right behind mm-hmm. him, and I love that because he comes out so ready to be mad at Harry, but he just goes into teacher mode and his defense immediately of the goes children. into like, Oh, well, I have to save Harry. I'm actually. the adult in the situation, there's a werewolf yep. right there. I'm gonna protect these kids. So I, I think that that's great. I just, man, I just can't. The end Sirius, of this movie Sirius is so him. good. All this serious takes is him man. so good. Sirius yeah. morphs down into the grim again, the dog, and freaking goes yeah. to town. It's a good battle. That's all great. He, Harry runs down, pretty much, almost gets himself killed. That's uh-huh. great. Only to be saved by himself later. I mean, we got to go because there's other stuff that we got to. We got to keep moving. But he gets thing. down there, <laughs> yeah, and and then you get the you know you get the Dementors, and uh, that scene is just beautiful. I mean, it's just beautiful. That whole scene and and Sirius having the the thing come out of his mouth, whatever the heck that is, his soul or something. Yeah, it's um, sucking his soul out. Yeah, and doing? and uh, and then something happens across the lake, and like, oh it, my it's gosh, just, dude. and the music of it is incredible, and the music in the in the very end is is the best of Z- it all. That scene um, but, happens twice. Yeah, no that that whole scene unfolds twice, and that's what that's that's what I love about it. <laughs> I wanted to mention because uh, I forgot to mention this in the training when Harry first does the good Patronus after the Patronus. <laughs> Oh man. Um, Ooh. after that, when he actually does the the real Patronus against the the Boggart, um, Johnny Dubbs previews that music. I noticed that today. He previews that ending swell that he does, that huge music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time in the film that you kind of hear that. And I, I love that. Just kind of building up to what's gonna happen and um I yeah, I think that the the ice lake, whatever scene that Whatever, whatever landscape that is, but that they're on, they're all kind of on like the river bank there, or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think they're next to the. I don't think that's the 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 big lake they always mm-hmm. refer to, right? I don't think it's yeah that. It's some sort of river thing or something. But right, man, and then but then yeah, I mean like it, we can't just kind of breeze <laughs> over because we're going to get back to that, and there's a better version of that coming up. So it's like you know he gets he's injured. Yeah, you he, see it, and you're like, this is amazing. This uh-huh. is so exciting, but you don't know. This is the know, end of the movie, right?
1: Yeah, you know? exactly.
0: You don't know who did that. It's so cool, though, when, oh man, when that stag shows up. Uh huh. It's just like,
1: yeah!
0: You know, I just get, <laughs> so, <laughs> I get it's dope. so excited. It's, dope. it's very dope. Very dope. Mm-hmm. Woo! It's tight. Uh, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it is, no, man. I love it. <laughs> Woo! Yes! <laughs> I get so excited. Uh, nah, it's a really good scene. Yeah, I love it. Um, sorry, I but just can't contain it. Then they almost die, and then they wake up in the uh, hospital wing, and mm-hmm. it's like Dumbledore has that whole thing of two lives could be saved if the timing is right. I like how he, like he doesn't waste any time. He just suddenly says, like, Granger like I think that you know this problem could be solved I, I wish I knew the exact wording two word, turns or whatever he's like yeah hey, three two two and a half or something like that should do it I think he's three turns ought to do it Three turns, and you're okay. like what,
1: what is I, re- I remember
0: about? being in the book just my mind was blown man and this is this is the thing about this movie is that it handles time travel and in the book as well it handles time travel in the exact way that I want time travel to be handled. You know mm. what I mean. And no offense to other things that do time travel in different ways, like Star Trek, the first one. I thought that that was great. That it's suddenly going into two different, you know, <laughs> two different alternate realities that are <laughs> happening at the same like Star Trek happening concurrently, Trek? and it's great. But I love the idea that this is actually somebody going back in time and affecting time as it plays out. Right that mm-hmm. I think the purpose of time travel is that you actually go back in time. So you will be affecting things. It's a Bill and Ted effect, right? Yeah. When Bill and Ted go back in time. They're actually changing the past. Uh-huh. And when they say, yeah, it's okay, because we're, we're going to find the keys that we put under the bush, and we'll go back and do it later. And then they go and look under the bush, and they have the keys. And it's great. So uh-huh. I love in this movie how all of this stuff has already happened, and they've already been in the past, you know? It's like I just I just love when movies do time travel right, and it's things have already occurred, and there's and they do so many little subtleties and things throughout the entire film, especially this last little bit that end up coming back in this this little second half of the ending. You know, the throwing of the rocks, and you know Hermione at one point looks behind her into the forest, and she's like, I think I just you know you don't understand that, and that's I always wondered if Hermione would have. Recognized when she looked back. Did I just see myself? Yeah, because she's fully aware that she's been traveling, and she's a smart girl. So maybe, I mean, she probably has had that problem before, where she saw Uh herself and was like, "Oh, I've been, Uh I've been running around." Also, Hermione's gonna be like a year older. I mean, it's not like. Going back in time, she's still living. She's right? still aging. Yeah, yeah, she's aging more than everybody else has, so she would be a little bit older than everybody because she's been spending <laughs> hours more a day. Okay, mm-hmm. this is all not important. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. <laughs> but then they go back in time, and it's the coolest. And it's the coolest. It's no, the I coolest. Like it. it's, it's so good. And Ron just like, what is happening? And I love then, that Ron it, gets left behind too. I think it's a great It's thing. great. Yeah, it's great. Well, it's in Chamber of Secrets. Hermione gets left behind. You know, um, that's a good point. Yeah, Hermione's not in the ending. So it's just like you know, in the first one, you kind of got them all together, but these these last you know these first couple movies there or whatever they they split up, and it's it's good. And in the fourth Ron one, Cedric gets left behind. Hey, oh, uh, oh, boy. Um, do you diggery that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? jeez, <laughs> um, wow. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's Did you like. Do? it's like Ron wouldn't fit into the end of this movie. You know, no, it, he it's, wouldn't. it's not made for him. It's made for the serious cast. Um, no pun, but it's just, yeah, I love the entire ending of the ending of this and the whole getting Buckbeak out. You figure out Buckbeak's alive. Well, everything is just looping. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth. Shut up. <laughs> <sighs> Um <laughs> well, they save buckbeak. We don't really need to talk about that. It's just it's cool. It's a go cool scene They save they buckbeak. Save buckbeak. Yeah. It's great. You got Fudge, you got yeah. Dumbledore saying something. Dumbledore point. Because yeah. he knows what's happening. Somehow. Does Here he is. though? That's what I don't really understand why Dumbledore would be aware of all this. So I don't know. Um and then, you know, it's coming out and the werewolf thing and the it's the big deal. And yeah, and then they they pretty much are ready to Ow! die right you know in that scene they've pretty much given up they just are not going to be able to combat this werewolf yeah before buckbeat comes and saves the day did they have wands they didn't try to fight lupin I in any way i think they had wands but i, I don't it, know yeah they didn't do anything in that scene they pretty they much they don't do any like, magic oh, we're screwed
1: <laughs> you i know?
0: think one of them pulls out a wand though i don't Maybe think they're they just did. backing up i think somebody has a wand in front of them and then yeah buckbeat kind of saves the day and that's fun or whatever, right? And then it kind of has a nice little thing. Oh no, that's before the werewolf thing because they sit down and they kind of watch like the bats fly and stuff. And there's a little, yeah. little oh, we, nice moment in between. We kind of didn't talk about that scene where Sirius invites Harry to live with him. And you're yeah. like, oh, that would be, that'd be the best. And yeah. of course, it won't happen. It would be Harry's life is always going to suck. So yeah, it's not going to happen. But but and he brief he instance, says he says. That serious, asking me if I'll come live with him, and then Hermione goes, "That's great."
1: <laughs> it's oh, like, that's um, cool.
0: That's only her only response. She goes, "That's great." That's, that's great. I was just thought it didn't seem very genuine when she said it. Uh, but that next scene is the even better telling of that scene mm-hmm. by the pond. It's not the lake; yeah, the, the, it's a pond. The whatever. werewolf, the werewolf thing is incredible. It's scary. It's an amazing ending and, and a and a great <laughs> ride to get to that yeah. you know that lake. Yeah. But then you get to the lake, and I just love that because he has to be. He just thinks it's his dad, you know. So he's standing there and he's like, "Check it out. This is. My, he's I'm gonna, gonna see show my dad. up any moment. Here's my dad." <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my dad. <laughs> I don't know, man. This scene's so incredible. I, know, I love this uh, scene. This woo, is one of yes. my favorite scenes. <laughs> woo, yeah. Yeah! Uh, it's one of my favorite scenes in any Harry Potter movie. Like It's incredible. All of it. It's so cool. Because he realizes that it's not his family. And he's like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. And like the emotion behind it. And you can do it. No, no, he- you do it. You got it. Expecto Patronum you got the little rasp in your voice, too. Yeah, good work. Yeah, you gotta get it. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Um, yeah, but it's incredible. And the music, man, just boom, it's all it all hits right there. This whole time travel story, and all the dots connect, and it's just like, oh gosh, yeah, Expecto. (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> it's, it um, is one of those moments that you feel silly because you know as an adult sitting in a room watching harry potter you just want to stand up and like clap and it's like, like um, did and star I'm, wars yeah i'm will smith at the end of the pursuit of happiness walking out of the job interview yeah you got the job yeah. just clapping to clapping himself. by myself and a crowd of people just yes Harry yes. said, expecto yes. patronum, yes. and he yes. drove the Dementors yes. off. He saved the day. It's the coolest thing ever. I'd love Harry, the ending of this Harry. movie, man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Harry! Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's the thing, is that I don't think there are I, – and I got to give it to Alfonso Cuaron because I think that that is something that the other movies do lack is the fist pump moment right Mm -hmm. where you just emotional scene frick yeah man this is like coolest thing i love this moment in this movie yeah it's great but i think we've gone over how much this (laughs) how amazing this scene is for a long time so Mm -hmm. they get it yeah and then 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 they come back through the door or they talk to dumbledore and he does what happened good night (laughs) that's the we did it did what Good night. Good night, Good night. I love that. And Me then they too. open the door and Ron is like, What, dude? It was Sun Ratha. And there. then How can you do And then they go, How can two people they... How can people be in two places at once? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see that moment after that where Ron's like, Seriously, what do you guys just do? No, but seriously I mean, like, what happened, man? I just saw you right there. That was really scary. Uh, uh, you scared me. Um, you know, but- the time travel aspect of it is awesome. Also, it's kind of tough because there are a lot of things that they could have done throughout the rest of the series with time travel. And yeah. once you bring that into it, it kind of, it's just like, oh, okay, so we're just taking time travel off the he table just, now. Why couldn't he, he have just gone back in time in the maze and just like <laughs> ran in there and done something? And it's also really um, – it's – well, because things would have gone differently, right? None of the – some things wouldn't have even happened in the first place because there is that continuity in her version of time travel where it's already happened, right? Mm-hmm. Events don't, And that's why I hated The Cursed Child because it does that Star Trek thing where, you know, this has already played out, but then you go back in time and change the past. And that's just not the way that it is in this book. Mm. This way is that there's just this one linear timeline, right? And if you go back, it's already been changed. So you you already live the changes that have been made, right? Yep. Um, yeah, and I exactly. love that about this. Yeah, you're not changing the past because the past already happened. But you went back and you like you did change the past, but like you didn't realize nothing that you has, did. Nothing has been changed. Yeah, exactly. And you have to do it in a way that you don't see yourself changing the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing with Dumbledore. This one nails just, it. Yeah. I think that it's just a little irresponsible of the Minister of Ministry of Magic and the professors at Hogwarts handing a time-turning <laughs> device over yeah, to Hermione. Yeah, handing time travel to Hermione Granger just so she can go to extra classes all year. Not you know? cool. Yeah. And then Dumbledore being like, yeah, actually, why don't you two 13-year-old kids go back in time Do you and mind save? saving the day <laughs> really quick? It's like they could have died so many times during that, too. You guys know what you did the last couple of years? Um, this is kind of a big deal. But would you guys mind going back and uh, <laughs> Dumbledore just, fighting that werewolf? He just really <laughs> counts on things working out for him. So I can probably get Buckbeak to come save the day, I think. Probably? Um I think. I hope so. Um, but can you guys... Can, Harry, can you go to the Patronus? <laughs> I can't get down there. I have a couple meetings. Um, I think that... And, and I I think it's good because I know that Dumbledore wants to keep his hands clean of it, right? So that mm-hmm. he can't be... uh
1: Prosecuted Guilty of anything,
0: right? As command. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but... Sirius Black goes away. Should we do favorite scene, favorite line, all that sort of stuff now? Yeah. Because yep. I think my favorite line is coming up. Cool. All right. Uh my favorite line. Should we do favorite line first? Uh well, favorite scene. Do favorite scene first because favorite scene is the entire shrieking shack for me. That okay. is my favorite okay. part of this whole movie. It's just Gary Oldman's acting and that whole scene is just Yeah. Incredible to me. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's great. I agree. We've talked about that at a lot of length. It's the best scene. Of acting in the movie. I think that mine is probably the Expecto Patronum part just because mm. it's the biggest fist pump moment in the movie and I just get jacked every time. So it's fantastic. It's great. Cool. Um, favorite character? On three. One, two, three. Serious Black. Black. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. Why would it not? Yeah. I would be surprised if anybody watches Hagrid. this movie and says, yeah, it's Neville. It's like, why? Right. Um, McGonagall. Dobby. <laughs> He's not, <laughs> not even, even in this in one. This one. <laughs> Voldemort. Peter Pettigrew. It's true. Does the guy say Voldemort in the audiobook? I think he does. I don't think he pronounces the Voldemort. 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 Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Shouldn't talk about him. But serious black. I mean, yeah, Gary Oldman is probably the best actor that's been in all of them. If you want to argue about Richard Harris, that's okay. Fine with me. Richard Harris is pretty great too. But I think that Gary Oldman stands out and he's fantastic. I love Gary Oldman. Uh, we should have talked about Gary Oldman's career a little bit more too. Um, but he comes into this movie so late. Let's let's give some time to Gary Oldman on the fifth one, maybe. Yeah. Let's Um, definitely do that in honor of Sirius Black. Yeah. But he's fantastic and he's great and he's the best character in this movie. Easy. Um, But what's your favorite line? Favorite line is, uh, well, there's, there's a little bit of setup. Um, He says, Sirius says, I expect you're tired of hearing this, but you look so like your father, except your eyes. You have. And then Harry says, my mother's mother's eyes. eyes. My mother's eyes. Let me deliver at least part of this line. I'll do, I'll do the Harry part. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I expect you're tired of hearing this, but you look so like your father, except your eyes. You have my mother's eyes. Oh God. <laughs> it, it's cruel that I got to spend. It's cruel that I got to spend so much time with James and Lily and you so little. But know this: the ones that love us never really leave us, and you can always find them in here. He points to Harry's heart. It's great. I love it. My favorite line too. Is it really? We got the same one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the best. How could it not be? It's perfect. Uh, my number two was, um, For in dreams we enter a world that is entirely our own. Let him swim in the deepest ocean, or glide over the highest cloud. Oh, over the highest cloud. I was trying to do a Gambon impression. It's kind of tough. I can't remember exactly. How He sounds because it's, it's all mixed it's, with Richard. He, Harris. He, he talks like in dreams, we don't know. Like, it, it's he doesn't really have so much of the third. He's not like Morgan Freeman, it's not mm. like this, not like yeah. this. Um, no, that's a good line, too. Yeah, even though the kids can hearly or er, er, clearly hear them, right? But, um no, I'm not sleeping actually because somebody's keeping me awake. Dumbledore's <laughs> <laughs> going on about how I should be dreaming right now, but I'm not actually I'm dreaming. I'm not actually dreaming because I just heard your whole plan. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah,
0: man. yeah, man, this movie's pretty sweet. They set him free and he's on the the thing. But the thing is, this movie has you know they go on Buckbeak. Sirius takes Buckbeak. Sirius he's, escapes. Takes Buckbeak. Gets the Firebolt. Best ending. Oh, dude, out okay. of all eight. Yeah, this is just because to be that guy for a second in the book, Harry has the firebolt and he doesn't know why who gave it to him or anything like that. And you find out that it was Sirius black and it starts this whole argument between Hermione and Ron because Hermione turns it in and says it should be checked by McGonagall for all this stuff. And it's this great plot point. And I get it that they didn't include it in the movie. That's fine. But I don't know, man, this is just the dumbest ending. To a movie, I can't even, I hate it. With I hate the blurred out image. face? I think that maybe the rest of it would be fine. If it just, Harry just shot past the camera. But the blurred out face. <laughs> and then it goes to, I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. And it does dun, this dun, whole dun, cheesy dun, thing. Dun, 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 dun. It's so bad. I really don't like it. Really I don't, don't like it. the ending. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's dumb. It's pretty good. It's I, I mean, the face blur thing is not not the best, but no, no, it's not. Wish I could blur out your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think mean, that's it. That's I guess it. We talked about it all. Harry yeah. Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I will say on the whole, <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 don't don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gosh. Okay. Um you're your own worst enemy. You I, you're I about know. to make a good point <laughs> and you choose to start it with on the whole. <laughs> um the I think that this movie's first half is really not good to me, but the second half is really great. I don't think that they're I think that there are some stylistic decisions that Alfonso Cuaron made with this movie that really ruined parts of the series for me. And they... I don't love parts of this movie, but I think some parts of this movie are really fantastic. And Mm -hmm. he plays into those epic moments really well. Uh, But... Either way, I think that this movie is not perfect and I don't love a lot of parts of it, but I think that the storyline is the best of all of them. So boom, that's my my thoughts. Cool. I think it's really great. You dislike this one a lot. I like this movie a lot. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think it's my least favorite, though. It's definitely not my least favorite. I know I think I've said it's my favorite. I don't know what my favorite is, to be honest. I don't honest. know. They're all jumbled, man. They're all, like... They're all jumbled up. They have their I, unique I just, things about all they, There's, like, favorite scenes, you know? Like, I have my favorite scenes. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I mean, this, think my favorite scene out of the entire thing is the ending of four in the graveyard. I think that might be my favorite scene out of all of it. Could be. It's great. I just don't. I don't know. I. I have no idea. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what my favorite. And the shrieking shack and the Dimendor yeah, and the, Shrie- stuff and the shrieking and shack and the Dementors really stuff. So, you know. So I think yeah, there's elements to this movie that almost make it like my favorite out of all of them. But I just don't know, and I don't know what my least favorite is. I guess maybe I'll have a little bit more clarity once I once I watch all of them again for the eighteenth time. Yeah. The umpteenth um. Eighteenth time. The umpteenth time. <laughs> um. <laughs> But anyway, you got anything else on? You no, know, that's bet. it. Are we going to the standard question already? I think we should. We, we yeah. uh, somehow breeze past it in Sorcerer's Stone we Chamber. Just forgot about I only, it. I think we yeah. just forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah, I mean, is well, if you ask it, you go ahead. Oh, I will ask you, are any of these movies that we've talked about so far, one, two, or three, would you rather watch any of those over School of Rock?
1: I might watch the ending of Azkaban. I might turn on Azkaban instead of School of Rock. Yes. I'd, I'd probably watch...
0: I might watch all of them. No, I, I, I might watch Chamber of Secrets and Azkaban over School of Rock. I don't know if Probably Chamber not, of Secrets is my favorite anymore. I know. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I see it. I see the island. Um, oh, gosh, that is a good movie. Force Awakens is yeah, so good. That is good. I would rather Last watch Jedi. Force Awakens was so than not School good, kind of. Kinda. I will say that. Last Jedi was Awakens. so fine. So different. It just. <laughs> it's a bummer how different it was, There's but a it's okay. Third of that movie that is incredible. Yeah, there's a third of that movie that's really good. And then there's just it's uh, yeah, 11. just could have been better. Yeah. I wish JJ would have done the whole thing. Anyway, what well, that's that is just every time that it comes up <laughs> yeah. every podcast. I know. Um my kid, yeah. my students will ask me about last Jedi just because they know that I like can't not just say one thing. You know. I'm not going to talk about it. Well, I'm okay, not going to talk about it. Really I, quick. Just, I will say that, that I will I, say that I, I, that that I think move that on. <laughs> Um the Yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. School of Rock, no doubt. <laughs> School of Rock, no doubt. Hundred <laughs> percent. Freddie Jones, baby. Freddie Jones.
1: I'm not cool enough. It's a good movie. It's great.
0: Cool. Well, there that is. J- no, put I, I Jack don't Black, know, man. I, Jack I Black really, is serious? I don't know what to say. I think, yeah, Jack Black is serious would be the best. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to go. Or as Lupin. Yeah. Jack Black standing up on the train after he's napping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kind of does a little strut. Yeah. I love Jack Black. Also, but picture Jack Black screaming in the photo. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah. I love him. IDT. Um, well, yeah, man, there's yeah. endless possibilities. Kenneth, he would be Lockhart in the second one. Mm-hmm. And in then the first, first one. one.
1: Uh,
0: I don't know. Probably just Snape. Ollivander or something. <laughs> I don't know. Ollivander. Who cares? But yeah, I think that's it. It's, yeah, I was at, that was a good conversation. Good as command conversation a little longer than our other episodes, which I'm happy about to be honest, I think we needed a longer episode and and uh there was just yeah, there's more that I wanted to say, yeah, um, I'm happy we got to get all that out and yeah, uh other than that, like just just podcast stuff, thank you to everybody that's been listening lately um we're on instagram and i've uh, I've kind of been doing a little bit more with our Instagram lately. I actually changed the name of it. it's Professor Jones podcast. Uh, just so people aren't searching professor podcast on anything and they know the name is professor Jones, but, um, yeah, change that on Instagram, uh, still on Twitter at professor underscore Jones. And then please listen on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Um, those are our big ones. And if they're, if you're on any other platform, we're on, we're on all of it pretty much Stitcher, uh, we're on a a lot of different stuff. So, um, check us out, professor Jones, and please share to your friends, uh, we're so happy that you guys like this and that you you love listening and and uh, if you do please please share it with us um, leave a review on iTunes that's big for us so uh, yeah besides that yeah good stuff Professor Jones good podcast Dave we've been going consistent again so I'm very happy about it great times well thanks a lot for listening until next time we live living our lives a quarter mile at a time
1: lumos maxima. Jones
0: and the Dicks, Professor Jones and the Dicks, Professor Jones and the Dicks.